Befriend Your Body podcast, a tool for evicting anxiety. Hi, everybody. It's Wanda here and my friend and interviewer, Gio. Gio. And today's podcast is about a tool for evicting anxiety. Uh, one of the things I specialize in in my therapy practice and speaking is teaching people uh, how to evict the anxiety out of their bodies. I think of anxiety like a non-paying tenant in the fancy mansion in your head, and it just makes life miserable. So I try my best through therapy and educational presentations and workshops to give people as many tools as possible to evict that non-paying sucker right out of your head. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, the last couple podcasts have had a, quite a bit of academic and um, anatomy-dense material. Uh, most people find that knowledge helpful, but knowing why you're struggling with anxiety is not quite the same thing as fighting anxiety. Mm -hmm. Would you agree, Gia? I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to give people information because knowledge gives you the ability to kind of know how to fight it away, but you also need the practical experience and tools and things that actually make it go away. So here's a simple exercise we're going to talk about today that can provide a sense of safety and grounding. Uh, the main thing that our lower brain regions and our nervous system is most interested in is safety. Am I safe or am I in danger? That's kind of the kind of the software, if you will, in the back of our minds is constantly scanning for safety or danger all the time. So to begin the journey of calming down your amygdala, the smoke detector of the brain, and the partial cause of the anxious feelings that you sometimes can't get away from, this exercise will help. In this exercise, we're going to use our imagination for good rather than for worry or bad feelings. We talked a little bit about that the last podcast. Those who don't think imagination is powerful, just remember the last time you worried. I can guarantee you it made you miserable. So the worrying itself actually causes feelings of fear and dread. So we're just going to use the imagination and memory for positive things. So is this exercise supposed to be done before you get anxious or I can do it while I'm having a crisis? How does it work? Well, another good question. Yeah, so if we can catch ourselves before we're too anxious, it's much easier to calm down. Think about a, a, a car rolling out of control down a hill. If you catch it right when it kind of starts to go down, probably two football players can stop it. But if it's going down like, you know, 10 feet, 20 feet, 30 feet, the momentum of it makes it really hard to stop. So I love your analogies. Oh, they make you. it so easy to understand. Oh, good. I always liked football players. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I like soccer players even better. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so if it, you, but you can certainly do it if you catch yourself kind of getting anxious and rattled. If you can remember, one of the tricks when we're anxious is that our neocortex isn't working as well, and that's kind of where the hippocampus and memory are connected. So sometimes it's hard to remember to do these when you're anxious. But yes, you can do it when you're anxious, or you can do it just as a matter of course every morning when you get up or every night before you go to bed in order to settle your autonomic nervous system back down. Remember, we talked about regulation. So Great. That, yeah. that helps, yes. Okay. So for relaxation exercises in general, position and posture absolutely matters. It makes a huge difference. Partly because the inside of our body wants to match the outside. So if I'm trying to relax but I'm sitting on the edge of my chair braced and stiff like I'm going to spring up at any moment, my muscle skeletal system is sending the message to my lower brain regions that we can't relax and settle down. So even if you're not feeling relaxed, 
put yourself in a posture that looks relaxed. You know, is it fake it till you make it? I see. And it doesn't matter what position. Uh, it matters if you're uh, relaxed, if you're calm. That's so it's not a specific position for, for the relaxation. This particular breathing. Well, that's, a, that's another great question. So it depends on where you are. Like if you have a difficult board meeting coming up and you're feeling a really rush of anxiety, you know, you can go outside and, you know, sit on the, the smoker's bench or whatever and, you know, get this posturally comfortable there. Okay. If you're at home, you can lay on the sofa. You know, you can sit on the toilet in the ladies' room if you're desperate, right? Okay. So, yeah, so whatever ability you have to settle and relax, you, you choose. So that's a really good question. So before we actually do the tool, we're going to do a pre-tool, if you will, which is a, just a simple breathing exercise. This sometimes is called law enforcement breathing uh, because uh, police, paramedics, CIA, FBI, uh, people who deal with uh, trauma and violence on a regular basis are taught how to breathe to keep their autonomic nervous system regulated because the breath has a big, big impact on whether we're uh, in high anxiety or whether we're able to stay calm and relaxed while we're doing um, whatever we're doing. So this is a, a type of breath that law enforcement tend to be taught. It's pretty simple and easy. Just think of fours. So again, comfortable posture. You take a moment and you uh, breathe in to the count of four. So you're breathing in, and you can count on your fingers, or you can count with your mouth if you want. One, two, three, four. And then once you breathe into the count of four, and it's a slow four, then you hold for the count of four. So holding your air in your lungs. Then after four, then you exhale through your lips, so you're kind of pursing your lips and blowing out. Then you exhale for the count of four. And then when you're empty, your lungs are empty, you hold empty for the count of four. Does that make sense? So yeah, we'll just do try. one round together. So I'll try to count while breathing. So ready? Breathe into four. One, two, three, four. Hold for four. Breathe out for four. And then hold empty for four. Yeah, it's that simple. And I would do probably at least five to ten cycles of that before you do this relaxation. Um, and by the way, uh, some people will not be empty at four. Uh, some people have larger lung capacity. So you might have to count a little slower uh, mm -hmm. your fours if you have a large lung capacity because um, you want your lungs to be mostly empty when you're at four. Mostly full at four and then empty. So. Okay. Okay. So once you do five to 10 cycles, and hopefully by doing that, you'll actually be even more calm and grounded and relaxed after that. Here is the simple little tool for evicting anxiety and bringing yourself back to a calmer place. And it's using your memory or your imagination. Pretty simple. So Gio, can you think of the last time recently, whether it was on vacation or with a loved one, where you felt totally relaxed and and calm and safe in your body like all your muscles were relaxed and life felt great can you think of a time and where you were yes i can um i would i was actually hiking in the grand canyon a few months mm. ago mm. and it was a pretty snowy day wow so nobody was around and we had an empty view of the grand canyon on wow. the sunrise so that was pretty oh. amazing Wow, so you can remember that your body, you, what you felt in your body, just the peace and the relaxation of the beauty? Exactly. Awesome. Quiet and the 
just watching the sun come up with nobody around. That was very peaceful. Wonderful. And were you standing or sitting while you were watching? I was standing. Okay, wow. So that's great. So you were totally relaxed standing. So so for this exercise, what you do, and, and listeners, you can pick your own place wherever you can remember. Um, in your memory and your imagination, you take yourself back there. So go back there. But for the exercise, it's probably a little easier if you're sitting or laying. So okay. maybe you just amend Geo in your memory as if you had a camp chair and oh, you were okay, you yes. were sitting well, in a we chair. Well, we had sometimes seating as well, but okay. we were walking, so... Yeah. But it was... I can seat on my imagination. Oh, imagination, <laughs> awesome. Okay. So listeners, you do the same thing. So just take a moment and, and in your imagination, go back to that place where you were fully peaceful and relaxed and all the muscles in your body felt good. And... Maybe this exercise won't make them more relaxed. Maybe it will. So uh, it's just a progressive muscle relaxation using your muscles and your imagination. So just take yourself back to that time or place. And then I'm just going to do a short version because I don't want a super long podcast. But if you're doing it on your own and it works well for you, you can do a longer version. But you just imagine that you're in that place. And then I'll just talk us through our bodies from the bottom up and I'll just say a body part such as feet and then you'll just notice your feet and then you'll also try to relax any muscles in your feet that you can while we're talking about that area so does that make sense yes okay so we're just gonna be in that place so take a moment and just notice your feet feel both of them and then just let any muscles in your feet totally let go Yeah, and then we'll move up to our legs. So take a moment and notice your legs. Notice your left leg, your right leg, your upper leg, your lower legs. Notice your hamstrings, quadriceps, calf muscles. And then if you can, if there's any relaxation more to be had, then go ahead and just let all the muscles in your legs totally relax. Let go as if you were Gumby as if you were floppy, as if you were your sleeping cat or dog. Just really let go. That's it. And then noticing our torso. So just take a moment and noticing the front of our body, the back of our body, our bellies, our chests, our lungs, our heart, our shoulders, excuse me, our scapula, our spines, our lower backs, and our mid-backs. And just take a moment, and there's a lot of organs and a lot of muscles in the torso, so just take a moment to really connect with your torso. And again, if there's any more relaxation to be had, really let any muscles in your torso go. That's why I suggested you imagine that you're sitting. (laughs) It's a little easier. Just letting them go, really relax. Just let your whole body be floppy. That's it, and then if you've sort of lost your imaginative place, like briefly take yourself back to the beauty or the the relaxation you know, uh, environment that you had so you're also staying connected with that. Then noticing our shoulders, our arms, left arm, right arm. Fingers, wrists, biceps, triceps, forearm muscles, just noticing our arms. And then if there's any more relaxation to be had, let all the arm muscles go. Just let them totally relax. 
And then last but not least, our neck and face and head. So just take a moment to notice your neck. A lot of times we're carrying a lot of tension in our necks and just notice your neck. And if you can let it relax even a little bit more, please do so. And then noticing your head and your face, especially our face. A lot of us hold tension in our face and our jaw. So just taking a moment to really notice our face. If your jaw's tight, feel free to kind of wiggle it a little bit. Let your eyes relax in the eye sockets. Let your cheekbones settle. Your tongue relax in your mouth. Just really letting go as much as you can of your face and head. So that's it. It's pretty simple. Like I said, that's a short version. You can do it longer if, it, if you have the time, but you're just really kind of taking yourself through a, a progressive muscle relaxation with imaginative um, support. Uh, at the end, you can do one more step. You can do sort of a quicker scan from the top of your head down to just notice what's different, what parts of your body feel even more relaxed or better. And then if you do notice that, then make sure to pay attention for a good 25 to 30 seconds because your brain actually needs a little more time with positive things to register them. We'll talk a little bit about that in an upcoming podcast. Unfortunately, the brain is biased to the negative, but that's a topic for another day. So I hope that was helpful. And again, the less anxiety we have in the world, the better the world is. So work on evicting any anxiety that you don't need. Thank you very much, Wanda. Thank you, Gio.